Trump's zero-tolerance policy on immigration, aka him just upholding a law that was passed in 1996 by Bill Clinton, uh, meaning this is not his own policy, has the left melting down. Um, what does that mean for us? I'll tell you all about it. The U.S. has left the UNHRC, which is the UN uh, Human Rights Council. What does that mean, and does it really even matter to us? And finally, we have, you guessed it, Low IQ Maxine and Robert De Niro saying some really, really stupid stuff uh, that they think is going to empower the left and make Donald Trump hurt or something, but uh, it's not. My name is Alex Henderson, and you're listening to my podcast, Really Simple Politics. Okay, guys, welcome back, and uh, as always, I have my lovely roommate here with me, Andrew. Thank you. Yes. Do you Good like to the, be here. Do you like the compliment? I, I did, I did. Well, yeah. you look lovely in that Southern Society gear. Oh, yes, thank you. I, you know what? I, I wear it every time we have a, <laughs> have have a podcast. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, play an ad from our sponsor here, uh, Southern Society, who has great outdoor tees for people who, are, who love the outdoors but also love to wear urban clothing. So here's our commercial. Whoa, hey Ed, what website is that? What's that, Kevin? The website you're shopping on, what is it? Ah, it's Southern Society's shop on Really Simple Politics website. They've got several different styles of t-shirts and a variety of colors for just $30 each. No shipping! Oh wow, that's awesome, because I somehow got roped into going hunting with my father-in-law and I was actually trying to get something, uh, you know, outdoorsy, because you know I'm not that type. Uh, so I, I wanted to get something, I don't know, it shows my outdoor t- uh, side because, uh, you know, I want to go the full mile with this guy. <clears throat> but Kev, you're single. Uh, oh hey, look ladies, yoga pants are coming soon. Wife would love a pair of those. And Razorback tees. Goodness! I love our commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Homegrown. Yes, homegrown, homemade, and I was told today by a certain uh, person who listens to the podcast that it, they are very cheesy, and I was like, "Well, good." I know. <laughs> I I know this because uh, um, you know they're they're homemade. They're not made with any sort of fancy techniques. Nope. Just you know some musical tracks Written and in about fifteen minutes. Yes, <laughs> musical tracks in our minds. Yeah. And, so, but that's really all you need for something uh, creative. So yes, that's all you need. Cheesy, I guess. A beautiful mind. I'll be, I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first topic of today is one of the big ones that uh, a lot of people and a lot of news sources, especially on the left, have been freaking out about, and that is Trump's stance of zero tolerance towards illegal immigration. So what does that really mean? That means that, like I said in the intro. He's just upholding a law that was passed in 1996 by Bill Clinton. Uh, not This was never passed by Trump. He is just enforcing the law, which is what his job is as the leader of the executive branch. So, with that being said, Bill Clinton passed this law called the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act of 1996. What does this act actually say? Okay. So this act states that immigrants unlawfully present in the United States 
for 180 days, but less than 365 days. So if you're in the U.S. illegally for over half a year, but under a full year, you have to remain outside of the United States for three years unless you obtain a pardon of sorts to be let back into the country legally. But for those who stay in the U.S. for more than a year illegally, they have to stay outside the United States for 10 years unless they obtain a certain waiver in which they are allowed back in the United States. And, and in both of these special cases, you've got to probably be someone important to, to get, get a pardon or a waiver. So Yeah, I'm yeah. not entirely sure what those entail, but I would guess if you are high up in like the medical science or engineering field you would definitely be let in in that sort of aspect because yeah. you could be you very highly uh you could be beneficial to the country i mean like, to any yeah to yeah. lots of things within the country but let's say you know you have no college education you say they can't speak english and they're not really familiar with western culture and western like customs and stuff of what we do over here you're probably not going to get that special waiver. No. Because... No. In I mean, or you're already illegally in the country. You're already doing something bad, and you've got nothing to make up for it. You're not even a citizen yet, and you've broken a law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a very uh, You've committed a felony, and you're not a citizen yet. So that's, that's why these uh, punishments are so severe whenever people illegally come into the United States. But, you know, those people that get snatched up right at the border when they're crossing, the punishment isn't as severe because they weren't in the United States for a very long time. They just kind of get sent back and it's like, hey, slap on the wrist. Don't do that. Yeah. So another thing this uh, bill or this law states is that uh, it gives the attorney general a very broad authority to construct uh, barriers along the U.S.-Mexico border. And also allows for a secondary later layer of uh, fencing to be put in with the fencing that is already in place. So, all of this, uh, all of this talk about the wall not being able to be built, we have it right there in writing that this can be built. The reason why this uh, was stalled during this during Bill Clinton's time and whenever people are in Bush's time and Obama's time and everybody before. Trump is because a uh, California Coastal Commission stalled the, the building of fences due to environmental concerns. Mm. Very California-esque. Yes, yes. So, Coming from the state who is going to be three states and if they had their way would not be a part of this country. This is also a state who is going to start limiting people to 50 gallons of water a uh, day. Which if you think about it, wow, 50 gallons, like that's a lot of water. No, it's not. Think about t just think about how much you take or use during a shower. Yeah, like those showers, you're gonna have to be like pre-soaked up and everything. Jump in, jump out. Like it's it's bad. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, that country's already trying to split. That country, see, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That state is already trying to split into three. They might as well be their own country. They've already tried to mm -hmm. pass that one uh, bill that would have. Uh, actually had them secede from the United States. It never got anywhere because it was ridiculous, but it was still introduced into California legislation. So that's just embarrassing. <sighs> so another little legal point here, and this is um, a side note because a lot of people are 
saying that Donald, since Donald Trump is upholding this law, which was, by the way, upheld by um, Bush, it was upheld by Clinton himself, and it was upheld by Obama up until about 2016 when he was leaving. Uh, and actually, I'm just going to play some quick audio. And If you don't believe me, I'm going to play some quick audio of all these past presidents talking about um, their stance on illegal immigration. So let's just let's just listen. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. The system is broken because there are people who are exploiting human beings for material gain. There are coyotes, those are human smugglers, charging decent people large sums of money to come and work to put food on the table for their families. There are, there's a document forgery industry in place because the system is broken and the two go hand in hand. I believe that uh, now's the time that you cannot fully enforce the border so long as people are trying to sneak in this country to do jobs Americans aren't doing. You can try. But doesn't it make sense to help the Border Patrol do their job by saying, if you're going to come and do a job, there is a legal way to do it. So you don't have to sneak across in the first place. You know, we all agree on the need to better secure the border and to punish employers who choose to hire illegal immigrants. Uh, you know, we are a generous and welcoming people here in the United States, but those who enter the country illegally and those who employ them disrespect the rule of law, uh, and they are showing disregard for those who are following the law. Uh, we simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants in this country. So there you have it. Um, clearly, the past presidents were doing this and enacting this or enforcing this law and separating families as the left is talking about but i never heard a peep until just now why, why are we just now hearing about this in 2018 this law is over it's over like 20 years old so why just now are we freaking out about this because it has to do with Donald Trump. And because that's, he's involved with it. Yep. That's the only reason it's being brought back up now. That's the only reason people have an issue with it is because he was involved. And another thing, he's been upholding this law his entire presidency. We, we've, we're almost two years into it now. Why, yeah. why just now are we freaking out? I, I'm, I'm convinced, and I've seen so many memes about this on the internet, that like people on the left, extremists who have to cry about something every day wake up they shuffle this deck of cards and they go what can i be mad about and then they just pick one out and it's like ah illegal immigration today i'm gonna get pissed about that and then you know next 
this the previous month they were they were uh, pissed that Donald Trump was apparently having an affair with a porn star back in 2006 yeah, or something. Yeah, and no one talks about that anymore. Yeah, you want to know why? Cuz it's stupid and no one ever cared about it ever. I know I sure didn't. No, people just keep making a big deal about things that are inconsequential, are insubstantial. It's just that they have to deal with Donald Trump and people have it in their minds. The left have it in their minds so ingrained in there that they feel that they just have to hate no matter what he does and they have to find a reason to dislike everything he does. Do I think his affair was morally correct? No. But does it affect how he's doing presidentially right now in 2018? Absolutely it's not. It's got no bearing on his being a president. This was how many years in the past, completely unrelated to now. It has nothing to do with it. Like, yeah, no, it may be that he's a terrible guy, but he's the president, and it has nothing to do with his policies or the way he's running the country. No, and I don't think he is a terrible guy by any means. I no, think I that mean, he, he. I think that he commits some sins in his past, and that everybody can be forgiven. I mean, that's the Christian way. Just think about it. Okay, so, uh, you know, he, he has this, uh, you know, these slip-ups or what, whatever in the past. If you're going to tell me you've never had a slip-up in the past, any anyone who's listening or who has ever existed, you're a liar. <laughs> just, just plain and simple. Yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. But, like, he, he made these... Like, in the past, far in the past, and he today is the president of the United States. So even through these slip-ups, he's still ahead of the free world. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about uh, slip-ups in the past, Barack Obama as a teenager was smoking pot. I mean, he was breaking the law as yeah. a teen, and now he's or he was the president for eight years. I didn't hear a peep about that. That would imagine if Donald Trump lit up. They they would just. Oh, probably right. freak out. They'd be like, "Oh my God, he's he's just evil. Oh, he's just terrible." Blah blah. And these these are the same people who voted for Gary Johnson. See, I don't <laughs> I don't know if I would want Donald Trump to just light up because then that would mean that the liberals and the left side would then have to be against marijuana use, mm -hmm. yes. and so that they would just complete. Even if they use marijuana, they're going to start like hating on it just because he does, mm -hmm. just because he likes it. And for those who don't think that's true. The left was literally backing Kim Jong-un, hoping that he would nuke us so that Donald Trump would be proven wrong and not get the peace passed. They were hoping that North Korea would attack us. What? <laughs> Just That makes no sense. They, they hope for the worst things. They hope for recession. They hope for all kinds of bad things to happen during Donald Trump's presidency just so that they can blame him and stop giving him credit for everything good that is happening to this country. You know, I, I got to thinking, comparatively, uh, I, from what I remember in the eight years of Obama, the one thing that every everyone was trying to drag him through the coals on was the birth certificate. Yes. You know? And one thing, I mean, I'm sure there were other smaller things, but, like, that was the big thing that people were trying to, you know, say was, oh, he wasn't a citizen. He was born in Kenya. <laughs> yeah. And how many things over just two years in Donald Trump's presidency have people tried to throw him under the bus for? I mean, every single press conference, it's something awful. Some, and, and not only are uh, they taking it out on Trump himself, but they're taking it out on his administration as well, which we will talk about later. But uh, when we talk about low IQ Maxine 
and what she had to say, but that's later. What I never got to mention about this was the, the side note, the side note. The case called, uh, uh, this is going to be hard to pronounce for this name, Zadviadas, I, I don't know, uh, versus Davis. Um, which was a case decided by the Supreme Court. So what was happening in this case was we had an illegal immigrant. We were trying to deport him back to his country, and his country did not want him. I think he had a very bad criminal uh, past, so they did not want him, and no other country really would take him. So they just kind of were indefinitely jailing him, and the Supreme Court ruled that you cannot indefinitely jail an immigrant just because they illegally came into the country. They say that after six months, the government is required to show that removal of this person is coming in the future, or they have to get a special circumstance of sorts. If they were like, I don't know, say like a cartel leader, some, some high-profile person, yeah. they're not going to just let them out. No, 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 no. So that is a big side note. Trump is not imprisoning these illegal immigrants for years and years and years. Um, I've heard a lot of people try and spread that. That's not true. And also, Trump did sign an executive order that would prevent um, the separation of families whenever they are detained for becoming uh, illegal, or when they're found out to be illegal. Mm -hmm. So you would think that the left would have cheered and praised this because that was their whole running point was that Donald Trump was separating children from their families at the border and that was evil, blah, 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 because we can't have adults and children in the same prison facilities. But, of course, we know that that did not appease them. Uh, if anything, they're actually hitting back even harder now, and they are, once again, comparing him to Hitler, saying that he is running concentration camps or internment camps. Yes, yes. They are saying that... They are comparing the 1940s, like, Holocaust, basically, to now for illegal immigrants. Do people forget that we also had internment camps for Japanese individuals back during World War II? Mm -hmm. They're also we, comparing it to that as well. We had one of those in our country back back yonder. Mm -hmm. Like this is not the I, this is not what's happening now at all. No, those were times of war. That that's a little different. Whenever there was literally xenophobia that had gripped the country. I mean, our country was attacked for the first time on our own soil by, you know, a foreign power so that's so yeah we got a little scared naturally everyone like turns to their neighbor who looked slightly asian and was like oh god they're they're a terrorist mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i mean you know it's no different than say when uh uh 9 11 happened and then everyone started looking at all the middle easterners that were already in the country and blaming them for terrorism mm -hmm. but it's, you know we didn't throw them in internment camps and we're not throwing people in internment camps now yeah, this is these are not internment camps. I've seen the pictures that were taken of these camps or these little facilities that are being used. These pictures are not new new pictures, folks. Like these pictures are from like 2010, 2014. Like I don't think I've seen a single picture of the camps during like of 2018. Actually, that one picture that Time magazine ran with with the girl crying on the front looking at Donald Trump. You know, they ran with that saying that Donald Trump is separating all these families. They uh, went back and did a story, and they actually followed those people, like the, that family of the girl, and they found out that that girl was never separated from her family at all. At all. They were all together the entire time, and that was 
the definition of fake news. They just captured a picture of the girl crying, and that was the picture that swept the nation. One picture of a crying girl. And she she wasn't even separated. It It's just, the amount of fake news going around is just astounding, and the amount of desperation you can smell in the air is just reeking of just nasty desperation, and it's awful. Yeah. Ugh. So... With that being said, we're going to go ahead and move into our next topic, being that uh, the U.S. has officially left the U.N. Human Rights Council. So, a lot of people, uh, on the left especially, have heard this and have gone, Oh my God, that's terrible. Why did Donald Trump do that? We're going to freak out a little bit. Well, um... Let's think about this for a second. What has the UN Human Rights Council ever actually done to prevent like human rights from being like taken away or abused in any sort of foreign country? Well, Let's until think. this, I didn't even know that this council existed. So there's a lot of people are freaking out because they hear US left Human Rights Council and they're like, "Oh god, no. Oh, oh no. Oh no." But those are the people that are uneducated on what this council really does and what they are. All it takes is just a look at the countries that are a member of this council to realize that it does nothing. Yes, yes. So let's look at some of the worst offenders that are on a human rights council. Just just keep that in mind. Human rights when I'm talking about these countries. Afghanistan. Human rights. <laughs> I'm just going to say it after every country, just to remind you. Uh, Afghanistan, I will admit, is getting better with their treatment towards um, towards women, especially, and, and allowing them to have more rights. But, you know, there are still a lot of laws over there that are kind of medieval-seeming. Uh, a lot of corporal punishment laws. And, and that goes, you kind of, we kind of lump these two uh, countries together. Saudi Arabia is also on this list. Uh, Saudi Arabia just started allowing women to drive this month. Human rights. Yes. Women can finally drive. They can't be outside of their uh, burqa th things, the, the full black outfit. But, you know, uh, but rights. But rights. But rights. Yep, human rights. <laughs> they, got, they got some of those. So, and, and Saudi Arabia also executes homosexuals. So, you know... There, there's another winner for human rights for you. All the, I thought all the people, in, in, especially on the left in this country, were all about uh, gays and gay rights and LGBT and all this. Why don't we ever hear them protesting Saudi Arabia for any reason? Not being educated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brazil. Human rights. Uh, literally nothing is ever safe in Brazil. I don't know why this... Like I've seen so many horrible videos on Reddit about things that are happening in Brazil and just that police are literally police and firefighters are not being paid and are not going to work just think about the United States without police and firefighters for like a month holy cow just just one single month and this has been going on for like a while several months well also I mean Brazil a lot of times there's like the two extremes that you think of with Brazil there's the very very like third world um like image you get of brazil but then there's also the very wealthy 
parts of Brazil. However, that's I mean, now there was, and I can't remember who the guy was, and it might have been the leader of Brazil that was saying, first off, uh, white people can no longer farm in Brazil, and that uh, if you are white, kill them on sight. Oh! I, I I cannot remember the name of the guy who said that, but I, uh, I want to know this because I, I don't remember hearing I about I this at all. As, yeah. I remember uh, South Africa talking about Maybe this. Maybe that was South Africa. I, Never I, mind. I, I, South Africa is what I was thinking of. Not Brazil. <laughs> Jesus. God. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yeah, South Africa is not on the Uni- the UN Human Rights Council. Nor should they be. Nor should they be because, yes, they did say that they the white farmers could no longer South be Africa. there. Yes. And that they were going to start executing whites on site. Or they wanted to, yes. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. But they're not on the council, so we're not no. going to talk about them. Uh, next, China. China. Human China. <laughs> um, China is, like, one of the number one offenders of, like, human rights. What, con- considering their child labor laws that they don't have. I mean, children are in factories and uh, sometimes working to death. <clears throat> they just got rid of their uh, one child per household, like, law that that's been going on for... Ever forever. since I could remember. Yeah, forever, because their population is so extreme. And the the other thing is just not only child labor, but just labor laws in general. Like, people are being worked to basically death or to suicide. What well, do you ever remember those, uh, what's the company called that makes all the Apple products? Is it uh, Foxconn? Uh I can't remember the company. There's a Japanese or a that, Chinese company. That was what I was going to talk about. Yeah. Was that their solution to um, fixing the working conditions and fixing people from literally killing themselves is to put up suicide nets. Yeah, nets outside the building. Yeah, so, so if that you jump, you, you get caught. Yeah, so that you don't die. Yeah, but that's what you happen when you work people 15, 16, 20 hours a shifts. day. Yeah, a day. Yeah, making products that is probably like a remedial task. Oh yeah. You're just putting crap together. It's quality assurance. You're on an assembly line and putting all that stuff together when, you know, someone over in America, some little snot-nosed kid's going to get a hold of it and you, you know, and you built that thing on a 20-hour day. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, you weren't paid jack for it. Yeah, exactly. So, China. mm, The Congo. The Congo. That's self-explanatory in terms of... uh... The Congo has been absolutely rampant with war. And another country to go along with this, Rwanda was on the council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember a certain thing called the Rwandan genocide, but there was not a lot of human rights going on during that time. People were being slaughtered on site depending upon their, like, beliefs. And uh, that's terrifying. Yeah. They were not being killed in good ways either. Lots of them were killed with like machetes and like swords and shit. God. And uh and another thing which you could say is rampant in the United States as well, but in the Congo it is not hidden at all is political bribery. Basically runs that country. Uh all it takes is money and you can get the leader of the country to do anything you want. Period. And uh, a lot of times, the Congo has, or re- in recent times, the Congo has found oil in their nation. So a lot of military operations have been uh, around like d- 
digging up oil and kicking people out of their uh, homes so that they can get the oil and basically ship it to us. So, human rights. Thumbs up. No. <laughs> uh, and here's the last one. This is the kicker. This is the one that got me to just completely disregard the UN Human Rights Council for any sort of reason at all, in any way at all, is Venezuela. Venezuela is What's on... What's Venezuela? <laughs> I'm going to play that clip for those who don't know. This is a uh, Antifa person who does not know at all what Venezuela is. Take a listen. You know, what's funny is capitalism built these roads and and the capitalist society built this amazing society that you have that you hate so much. Right. And you hate it so much, but you don't go to Venezuela where they're where they're celebrating eating uh, chickens and pigeons in the streets right now. It's Venezuela. In the streets right now. It's Venezuela. Ill-educated as well. That's even funnier. So yeah, this guy was literally wearing communist uh, Soviet Russia like hammer and sickle gear was walking down, wanted socialism, whatnot, communism, kind of the same thing almost, uh, and he doesn't know what Venezuela is, a socialist nation, who at the at this time, I saw a, uh, a article on Reddit which said that um, five, the, the inflation is up 500,000% on money in that country. 500,000% inflation rate. Well, judging by what my coworkers told me, yeah, that's uh, ridiculous. You know, you know what? Why don't you, you have a little bit of experience because you know somebody firsthand who lived in Venezuela. Tell us just a few stories that, and don't, tell, don't say her name, but uh, tell us a few stories that we have heard of Venezuela and what it is truly like in that country. Yeah, so the reason, and I asked my coworker why she came to or why she came to uh, America, um, and she said, "Well, it was honestly like you know the American dream. You can become anything here." And I was like, "Well, I mean, how is that different from your country?" And she said, "Well, women in Venezuela are only able to hold certain like types of jobs, and it's Human also <laughs> yep, it's also uh, just." literally dangerous to be outside of your house after dark uh she said that like you know you don't leave if, if it's dark you do not leave your house because just the crime is so rampant like you're almost guaranteed to get mugged i think she said you have a 50 50 shot of getting mugged if you leave your house at night yeah especially as a woman yeah oh yeah especially as a woman you probably have a 75 percent chance yeah and like she's she's college educated like and, and she, you know, could not get a job down in Venezuela, and so you know she came up to America and has a full time job. Venezuela has people literally protesting and starving in the streets by the hundreds of thousands, while their leader, socialist leader, I have seen dancing on TV and stuffing his face. Like if that doesn't tell you what socialism is to a T, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to tell you. So the last topic we're going to talk about here um, in this podcast is low IQ Maxine Waters and Robert De Niro. They're really, really stupid stuff that they said. Uh, we'll start with Robert De Niro. He was at the Tonys, which nobody watches. 
nobody watches the Tonys. Some people watch the Oscars, you know, you the, Grammys, the, the Grammys, the big the Oscars, ones. Nobody's watching the, the Tonys. Emmys, nobody's watching no the Tonys. Watching the no Tonys. one's watching the Tonys. The only people that care about the Tonys is probably people in Hollywood. They're like, woo, we can give ourselves a pat on the back for nothing. Anyways, Robert De Niro thinks he's going to be cool, and he goes up on stage when it's his time to talk, and he says this right here. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert De Niro. I'm going to say one thing. Fuck Trump. So yeah, um, Robert De Niro, a real, real class act here. Uh, no, no conflict he has with any sort of policy. Doesn't state any sort of like policies that he's having a problem with with Trump. No logical statements here. No facts. Uh, just a big old f you, Trump. A nice big expletive. And uh, truly, truly embarrassing. But yet people cheer for him. I mean. I don't know what that gets accomplished or what that gets done for anything besides the fact that you look like a jackass. Yeah. That, I, that's what I think. Getting up in front of camera, in front of the camera and saying F you to the President of the United States. That's a bad move. That's a yeah. bad call. Especially someone who has been around as long as Robert De Niro has. Yeah, um, he's. <laughs> if you don't know Robert De Niro's name, I'm shocked. First off, second off, um, I think this is gonna lose him a lot of support in in general because I'm not gonna go watch any Robert De Niro movies after that. I mean, that's just embarrassing. I've I've honestly not. I I did not grow. I, I consider myself a movie buff, and I did not grow up. He is yeah. confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. I did not grow up watching Robert De Niro. I. When I was born, he was already out of his prime, and honestly, I don't think his acting is any good these days. It's, he's not entertaining for me to watch. It's He's one note to me. That's my personal opinion. His political commentary sure ain't anything to watch. Yeah, but I, but I know that he's an icon, which is unfortunate even more so because he came out and said something political. But then again, my opinion, which I've said on here multiple times, is that celebrities under no circumstance should be allowed to voice their political opinion. And I know that... Good luck telling Kanye that. Because <laughs> 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 Kanye's on the exact opposite spectrum. You know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go in with some of the uh, people that are against Trump uh, with the whole uh, against Kanye thing. I, uh, yeah, if you're praising Kanye for what he said and did... And you're despising the the left people for what they said and did. You might be a little bit of a hypocrite. So just people in people in not people in power, people who are icons, should really not be flexing their political say. So no, and I just think because they are way too influential of individuals to be saying stuff like that. Because I mean, like people, you could have someone who. Uh, thinks that all the news is fake. You know, that all media is just blowing things out of proportion, that none of that's true. You know, some, like a good head on their shoulders. However, they really love, like, you know, celebrity stuff, and then they... They really love Robert De Niro. Yeah, let's say, like, that, you know, was an idol growing up. And so then they're like, well, and you share. know... He's... <laughs> and share. And oh, share her yes, freaking tweet. And share, God. Uh, but, uh, no, and it's like, okay, yeah, no, all this news is fake. I... I'm gonna see what uh, Robert Nero. You know, I've always grown up. He's he's always 
entertain me, shot straight with me. I can't. (laughs) And then they take his political opinion just because he's influential and they've, you know, grown up watching him the, the entirety of their lives. They're going to be swayed by something that he may say. Which is, is still ridiculous. At, at this point, I'd rather you vote for somebody based upon how they look versus based upon how, uh, or based upon what, like, a celebrity says. Yeah. I would rather you do that. Yeah. And I know several people who have voted for politicians just because his hair is nicer. Or, you know, that person looks a little bit, like, cooler. That That's what I've heard, and I'm like... That's why the you voted for... people that gave for... Trump crap for all the fake hair stuff, these are those people. Yes, these are those people. His hair wasn't right. Yeah, oh, no. Like, And you think Hillary's hair was right? Uh, yeah, you voted... <laughs> you voted for that hair? <laughs> oh, God. Off topic. Yeah. Uh, anyways, going back to... The, uh, we're done with Robert De Niro. He, he's done. Oh, he did apologize. Did you hear about that? He did apologize to Canada. For his anti-Trump comments. Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I looked it up to make sure. Robert De Niro apologizes to Canada for his anti-Trump comments, and that's CNN. So not only did he just get up there and scream an expletive, he also doesn't know which country is his own. He apologized to Canada for President Trump's idiotic behavior. Ah, so, no, he, he made another dig at Trump. That yeah. He did not apologize Shockingly, for Shockingly, CNN tried to make it seem like <laughs> he was apologizing to Trump. And it's not shocking because they probably love what he said and they want to make Robert De Niro look like the so, good yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're using that. Yeah, they're like, look, he That's apologized. Clickbait. It's yep. clickbait. That's it's all liberal CNN. clickbait. Yep, yep. CNN is just liberal clickbait. Oh. Woo! I I'm sweating. I'm yeah, not gonna. T- I'm not gonna some, lie. I'm uh, sweating. It, it's also uh, my car said is 110 degrees outside in Missouri. Yeah, mine said 102 when I left. Yeah, <laughs> I have a black car, so it, it does yeah, not. Mine help. was white. <laughs> so there you go. That's yeah. okay. Anyways, we're gonna talk about the last uh, last person here, and God, gotta save the best for last, right? LDS. Low IQ Maxine Waters. Mm-hmm. Mm, she made us. She made another just huge, huge ass of herself. And even the Democrats aren't backing her up on this last. Did not statement. she doesn't have many supporters left whatsoever because she's she's like, so radical. She's burnt bridges on both sides. Yes, and. Just, I'll let you hear it. I'll listen to this. It's insane. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. So yeah, you heard it. She's literally calling for anyone who is a Trump supporter or a part of the Trump admin to be basically harassed, uh, not boycotted, not given service in any sort of way, and, and uh, accosted. Like you're you're call you're you're basically calling for riots against Trump supporters. Yeah, and this is that's a felony. Unethical. Yes, <laughs> it's it's a felony. Yeah, <laughs> it, everything about this is wrong, and that's why I, that's why even Democrats are not standing behind her statement. That's pretty powerful. Whenever Democrats are going. Whoa. Okay, whoa. Hold like, on. We don't like Trump, but you can't just be accosting people. And yeah, you can't like call for outward hatred towards his supporters. Not, not even hatred, but like, 
refusal to even like serve them or acknowledge them as people like just complete disregard yeah pretend they're not people Pre- yeah. yeah or that- or or just like assault them and get them out of here basically like it's it's absolutely insane what she is trying to uh, do here and i've actually seen many many pictures of businesses in california who have started putting up uh no republicans allowed signs which baffles me after the texas incident yes. incident which of no liberals well okay not let, let's, no liberals. let's clarify let's clarify yes, there was one single, single billboard board that said liberals keep driving until you're out of the state of yes Texas. <laughs> yes that is all it said it was one single billboard it was not business owners putting up no, no democrats allowed like no no that that would be it, insane I, it was an individual and then it was taken down yes it was. And, it, yeah. and in in retaliation i think a kansas one that was put up that said uh, all i think it said like all people are welcome here or something and i was like good try kansas nobody loves it. nobody's coming to kansas no just yeah, because no, you put up a billboard on the highway no <laughs> Although driving through Kansas, seeing the billboards they already have there, you would expect something like "Everyone's welcome here." Uh, no, instead they say, uh, uh, "What does it say about Jesus? Jesus, oh, I love you," or something like that. Uh, yeah, it, oh, it's something like that. There's it's, like fifty of those signs if all, you're driving it's, through. It's the same image of Jesus, and it Jesus, just says, I Jesus, I love you. I love you. <laughs> Jesus, I trust in you. I trust what, in you. That's yes. what it was. Jesus, I trust in you. If you ever drive on I-70 straight through Kansas, you will find so many of those signs. And uh, we're the ones that told you about it first. Yes, remember that. Yes, remember. So uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and conclude. Um, Thank you, Andrew, for being on this show with me. Yeah, of course, always. Uh, Next podcast, I already have the outline done, people. It's going to be out. It's going to be ready and recorded and out for you to listen to. Um, We're going to be talking about many, many Supreme Court decisions that were decided like all within like a month of each other, which is insane to think about for the Supreme Court. Yeah. And we have a justice who just decided, Justice Kennedy, who's going to step down finally because he's ancient and I guess can't do it anymore. So thank, first off, thank you, Justice Kennedy, for what you've done. Uh, you have put in many, 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 many years for the Supreme Court. And he was oftentimes the swing vote for decisions. He would go, he, he was very nonpartisan in his deciding. which As was, he should be. As every Supreme Court justice should be. Because, yes. But, you know, we have a lot of partisan politics and it is hard for people to put that aside. And I'm not saying that's okay, but I am saying that is human nature. Yes. So, um, thank you, Justice Kennedy, but this does leave open room for Trump to really stack the Supreme Court with uh, conservative judges, which we were talking about should not be done, but uh, trust me, if Hillary were president, she'd be stacking it with the most lib judges possible. I exactly. Obama did it during his reign, too. Everyone acts like... When Justice Scalia mysteriously died. I'm not even going to get into that, but that's conspiracy kind of tinfoil yeah. hat stuff. Yeah, it's Go already on. hot you, enough in here. Yeah, what were you saying? Uh, I was just going to say, it, it would have been the exact same thing if Hillary had won the election. All I'm pretty sure all this stuff would have still happened. Just like, it would have been leftist favor, not right. Exactly. It, it's, it, it doesn't even matter. You know, whatever. Yes. So thank you, uh, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Southern Society, for sponsoring us. We're going to go ahead and cut this podcast off. I'm sweating and I need a drink. Peace. (laughs)